0: well hey there y'all welcome back to clashing and traffic uh, this is catfish your host and i want to thank you you guys for joining me on the third episode of clashing and traffic uh, today we are going to get into uh, some of the results of clan games we're going to talk about some of the upcoming things with supercell cwl and a couple other random things going on in the Clash of Clans community. So uh, why don't you hop on in, buckle up, sit back, and we'll go playing some traffic. So how was everyone's week in Clash of Clans? Uh, I hope that everybody had a good time, that you were able to finish off all of your clan games uh, as much as you wanted to, and that you were able to get all those rewards that you had hoped to get. Me, myself, um, this has been a, kind of a busy week for me. Uh, we had spring break, and even though spring break says that it's a break, it's actually a, a busier time of year for us. Um, and not that it's a bad busy, it's a good busy, but it's busy nonetheless. Uh, the past 10 years, uh, we have all gotten together with some close friends of ours. Um, see, we, we homeschooled our kids, well, homeschooled our kids. They have both graduated high school are off doing their things now, preparing for, for real life outside of school. Um, but we have this homeschool community. We have some friends that uh, help support us, and and, and we, we just do life together. We're, we're friends. Um, very few of us in this area were actually, well, very few of us in this friend group were, were born and raised in the area we live in. So we have, we've had to become each other's family, as it were. Uh, so every spring... the past 10 years, we have rented a big giant beach house. Now, I live in a beach town. Uh, No, I don't live on the beach. I'm about 10 miles from the beach. But every spring, we rent one of these big, like three-story, 10-plus bedroom houses uh, that sits right on the beach overlooking the waves. And we spend spring break there together. And this year was no different. Uh, It's usually the moms and the kids, they all stay out there at the house us dads we do a little staycation thing i did some a working vacation uh, where i work most of the day and then i drive the 10 miles out to uh spend some time with wifey and and the daughter uh and the rest of everybody that's out there in the evening eat some dinner out there and enjoy some time out on the beach listening to the waves so uh, that was that was my week it was good it was great Um, got some things done for work but also got to relax a bit and enjoy some time with the family. So I didn't, I didn't have as much opportunity to clash. But that's right. I didn't, I didn't need to. I had better things going on. So uh, I was able to finish playing games on the accounts that I really needed to. I finished on the main account on Catfish. Uh, got those maxed out and able to, to claim up everything that I could. Now, like I said last week, that account is completely maxed. So uh, I'm not really able to claim many of the actual rewards, but I turn those rewards into gems. Uh, so anybody have any idea how many gems that you can get from turning all of your clan games rewards into gems? What's that? Oh, come on. Really sparky. Uh, all right, so Sparky, the producer again, chiming in, reminding me that a podcast is kind of a one-way conversation and that I can't hear your answers. So um, I guess I just have to tell you, uh, I was able to claim 310 gems by turning all of my clan games rewards into gems, which that's that's not an insignificant amount of gems, uh, especially considering what I've been trying to do. So as I mentioned last, last week, I've been saving up my gems to buy the extra war base slots uh, so that I that I have uh, extra space to keep these war bases so that we can, one, I can use the war bases, and two, I can pass them out to any of our clan mates that need extra bases. Uh, so last week, uh, I said that I had just recently purchased one. The first extra war base slot costs 1,000 gems, so I was able to get that... Uh, so I was able to get that, and then I'm trying to save up for the next one. That Buying that one left me with just a couple hundred gems. Uh, the second war base slot cost 1,500 gems. So I was quite a ways off from that, right? So the 310 gems that I got from the Clan Games challenges, that's pretty good. That, that put me up over 500 gems. But something happened, y'all. Uh, I entered a contest on the top-end base building Discord server. Uh, Top End Base Building is a, it's a group of folks, a little company, where they hire people to build bases, and people in the community can go into their Discord server, their website, uh, and you can purchase pro-built bases. Um, That's what a a lot of the pros do. Um, I know that we in um, Knights of Zion we have a guy who uh, he doesn't work for Top End he works for a different different company uh, but he's a pro base builder and he provides a lot of us with our bases uh, as he's practicing building Town Hall 13 bases so that he can get hired on to the Town Hall 13 scene uh, but but, but Dressy builds a lot of our bases for us uh, not for Top End but I entered a contest on Top End and I won I won a a pro Town Hall 13 base but Here's the problem y'all, I already had all my base slots filled up. Uh, I, have, I have the base that I that I typically use in um, Legend League, uh, and actually it's one that, that I've gotten from uh, being a YouTube subscriber to top end base building. Uh, I have my, my war base that Big D provided to me, uh, Big D is our, our clan leader. I have another war base that Dressy built for me, so I, I have one that, that I can do with regular war and one that I do with uh, CWL. Uh, and then I have another base that I use for friendly challenges because it's a base that we see a lot, so I like to hold on to some bases that we see often so that people can practice, right? And then I've got another, you know, couple slots for, for um, spare bases to pass out. Well, that that left only one base that I didn't really need to hold on to, but I kind of wanted to, and that is my my home base that I use in Legend League. So in Legend League, the base that you have set up as your home base is not the one that's actually getting attacked, right? So my base, it's one that, that I built. I, I kind of used a template from uh, another content creator, um, moved some things around and, and changed some of the design. But my base is the use code Klaus base. Uh, I built that and gave it to my buddy Klaus so that he could he could share it and, and use it when his, uh, when his Town Hall 13's up in Legend League or when he's showing sh- shots on his YouTube videos of his Town Hall 13. Uh, but that's the one that I like to have presented, you know, I'm, I'm in Klaus's clan, uh, I like to promote his stuff, so that, that's the one that I was, I was gonna have to give up on that, and I, I didn't want to, but, you know, I got, I got, I got this new free base, so I gotta, I gotta store it somewhere, and then something happened, I, I go out to do a Legend League raid, and I just, I just recently got the notification from Top End that I had won the contest, um, their, their CEO had sent over the link to the base for me, and those, those links only last for so long before they expire, right, so I've got I've to use it quick, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, and I'm in the middle of a raid, and one of those little messages pops up on the screen that I completed an achievement, and I thought, well, what achievement did I complete, because on my, my 13, I've completed almost every single one of the achievements, so I, you know, I finished out the raid. And then I, I, you know, I I click on my profile and it scrolls down to the achievement I completed. And I completed the scattered and shattered achievement for destroying 4,000 scatter shots. Do y'all have any idea how many gems that achievement is worth? That achievement is a thousand gems. Okay, okay, so last week I said I had a couple hundred gems left. I just said that clan Games gave me 310 gems, so that, that puts me up over 500. And then I I got 1,000 gems from the Scattered and Shattered event. Bro, that puts me over 1,500. I bought that extra base slot, got my free base that I won from Top End Base Building. Didn't have to give up on my my used Code Klaus base. Happy days, y'all. I, that was awesome. I know it just seems like uh, silly little nonsense, but I loved it. I loved it. Things just worked out. And don't we all love it when things work out for us? So, uh, shout out to Top End Base Building. No, they're not sponsoring this segment, um, but I've gotten a couple bases from them from being a YouTube subscriber and being in their Discord. I want a base from them, so uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, if you're interested, you can, you can um, search them, search them, just Google it. Uh, Top End Base Building, they have a YouTube channel and their Discord link is in all of their YouTube channels. If you're a YouTube subscriber, you can verify that you're a YouTube subscriber We're in their Discord. And it gives you access to a couple other uh, channels that are in their Discord where they post some bases. And they, it's not just Town Hall 13 stuff. They, they post, uh, I have seen, I believe, from Town Hall 9 and up where they post some free bases every once in a while. Uh, they're good for a little while until they've been out for a bit. And then people start, more and more people start using them. Once more and more people start using them, then they get burnt. Talk about what it means to have your base burnt in a little while, uh, but good good spot to, to go and check out some bases. So again, shout out to Top End for for hooking me up with that. Well, I got curious. Um, I was like, I finished the scattered and shattered. What other achievements do I, do I have left? And right now, I only have two achievements left to complete. So we're gonna we're gonna work on that. I have the sharing is caring achievement, which that's for um, for donating ten thousand. Space worth of spells, and I cannot believe that having been playing since 2015, that I have not donated 10,000 spell space yet. That that kind of boggles my mind. Um, but I've I have multiple accounts, so maybe I've I've you know, spread out which which account that I've been donating spells from. But I'm currently sitting at like 9,470 spell space donated, so I should I should be able to knock that one out if I really try, really think about, uh, focusing on donating spells. So I should be able to knock that one out quickly. And then the only other one is that doggone unbreakable achievement. You know, the one where you have to win 5,000 defenses. I've been playing again since November of 2015, and I have only won 789 defenses. That how do you get to (laughs) 5,000? I mean, I know how you do it. You have to drop way down in the league. But is it worth it? So, completing... So, destroying 4,000 scatter shots, which is something that a Town Hall 13 is going to do. It's not like you have to really try hard to destroy that many scatter shots. It's going to happen while you're playing the game. And it's worth 1,000 gems. So, in the normal... Course of playing Clash Clans, you're going to win a thousand gems. Unbreakable? You have to purposefully try to do that. You have to stay down in low leagues as a high town hall level and hope that people are either dropping trophies or just hitting you for loot and not winning. And it's only worth a hundred gems? Come on, Supercell. What's up with that? Uh, I know that the Clash Bashing uh, has recently dropped down Um, in league he's recently dropped down in league so that he can try to complete that achievement he's been down there for what has it been like a month or two and he's sitting at around 4700 wins I think is where where he was last time I saw Um, and he's purposefully trying and and if you watch any of the videos where he talks about that he'll show that attack log and it's like people dropping people dropping people missing attacks and he wins the defenses and then you get a whole slew of people who are just dropping trophies um and it's given him trophies, right? So he's working his way back up. So he's got to then go and drop trophies, drop trophies, drop trophies, and, and hope to get back, get back down to a spot where he can he can win um, more defenses. So I I know how to get there and do it. I'm just not sure if this is the time that I want to. So we'll we'll think about that. Should I drop trophies and try to complete that unbreakable achievement? It's it's, it's going to be the last one that I have to do. And I recently saw some guys talking in a couple different Discord servers. The question was asked, what is the biggest flex in Clash of Clans right now? Um, so we all, you know, in various different servers, we'll post our different flexes, right? Hey, I, I broke my personal best in trophies, or I got my personal best in uh, loot grab, or or whatever it might be, right? I got, I got a six-pack and eight straight wars, or whatever that might be. And there were several people who were who are trying to claim that the unbreakable achievement is the biggest flex. Because of how hard it is to get it, how purposefully you have to be about trying to get it, and how small a reward it is to actually get it. Like the only, yeah, you get 100 gems, but it's really only worth bragging rights. So is that the biggest flex in Clash of Clans right now? And should I try to do it? Now here's why I'm reluctant to do it. Uh, And I think the timing is I either need to try and do it now or I'm going to have to wait until like the end of the year or or later. Um, What I want to do is make sure that I am back up to Legend League right before Town Hall 14 hits. And the reason I want to do that is in the past for me it has worked better to get all of the loot that I need for my upgrades if I'm up in Legend League. I can, I can get all the loot that I need from the Legend League rating, and then my loot is protected because you don't lose loot while you're up in Legend League, so that's just been the way that, that I have done my farming. I maxed out my Town Hall 11, my Town Hall 12, and my Town Hall 13 while being in Legend League, uh, and that was I was in Legend League as a Town Hall 11 uh, when Town Hall 12 was out, so I was bouncing in and out of Legend League. Um, like I said, getting the loot that I need, maxing out the loot, sitting in Legend League for a day or two to protect the loot, and then spending that loot on upgrades right as I'm getting knocked out of Legend League again. Same thing with 12, uh, 13 I maxed out, of course there's no Town Hall 14 yet, so that was me just staying in Legend League. Well, when is Town Hall 14 going to come out? Uh, there's been some speculation. Um, there was an article that was recently getting sent around again, it's, it's not a brand new article. But it was one that got sent around, and the the headline was written properly, but people were interpreting it incorrectly. Uh, And it was going back to Darian and his Ask Me Anything session that he did on the Clash of Clans Reddit. Um, And one one of the questions every time he does one of these things is, when's the next update? When's the next town hall? What Darian said was that the first major update of 2021 was going to be in April. Well, April's just a couple days away. So sometime within the next month, we should expect to see the next quote unquote major update. He also said that Town Hall 14 is currently scheduled for 2021. Now when he talked about the major update, he was clearly he was clear to say that they were not yet releasing the content of that update. We haven't seen any sneak peeks from it. We haven't really seen any verifiable leaks. Uh, I think we've seen some teasers about Town Hall 14. If you go back and watch some of the old um, videos that Clash of Clans has released on YouTube from the actual Clash of Clans YouTube channel, there's been some teasers about Town Hall 14 where um, the number 14 has showed up on a couple different places within these videos. And we're all getting teased about that. But no real no sneak peeks, no real spoilers or anything yet. But we do know that in 2021 it's supposed to come. Um, He said that they've not released yet the content of the April update. And I do not think... Oh, police reported ahead. Oh man, we've got a big old traffic jam coming up here in front of me. I'm about to go over a drawbridge and the police got a dude pulled over on the side of the drawbridge, which is really narrowing down this path. I got five lanes of traffic all coming down and trying to merge over. Y'all, this is nuts. Uh, bear with me a moment as I try to get into the correct lane and remember what it is I'm saying. All right, so anyway, here we go. Now I'm in the right lane. Um, I don't think we're going to see Town Hall 14 in April. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure, based on what I have read from the recent things that Darian has said in the Ask Me Anything, that yes, there's going to be some updates in April, but I don't think it's going to be Town Hall 14. Uh, one, back in one of the, the, the previous AMAs, uh, around the time that Town Hall 13 was getting released, um, Darien and Aino had said that there was going to be at least 18 months between Town Halls. That was what they were aiming for, is this about 18-month cycle. Uh, town Hall 13 came out in December of 2019, so it has not yet been 18 months. That's going to be this summer. Um, so we're looking potentially the summer update would be the 18-month one. Now when they did release Town Hall 13, I'm not going to say they delayed it, but it was part of their schedule that they did not release the new Town Hall level during the middle of the Clash of Clans World Championships because they didn't want these guys who are fighting for this major cash prize to now have to completely get used to a new Town Hall level, new troops, new metas, new everything in the middle of fighting for this this major cash prize. So... We know that the Clash of Clans World Championships, the qualifiers, and all of that stuff has started. So we're in the middle of this stuff. Is that going to impact the schedule for releasing Town Hall 14? History would tell us, probably, uh, if they keep what they do with Town Hall, what they did with Town Hall 13 true with Town Hall 14, we may not see Town Hall 14 until the Clash of Clans World Championships for 2021 are completed. I don't know. I don't know if they will, if they would do that in the middle of the tournament or not. Um, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that we will not see Town Hall 14 in the April update. What will we see though? You know, I don't know. Um, well, vehicle's on shoulder ahead. thank you. So some things that, that Darian has said is that, and not this is not necessarily related to the specific timeline, but has said that there will be new super troops in the future. So maybe this next update will just be new super troops. I don't know. Um that there could be some potential other content. I don't know what I don't know what buildings they would add levels to at Town Hall 13 right now because most of the major buildings have multiple level updates at Town Hall 13. So I don't I don't know that they're gonna add any more to that. Will there be spell levels? Maybe. Um I could potentially see see a couple spells that would get an extra level at Town Hall 13. Um Maybe, maybe even some troops that got an extra level or two. I, I, the last update kind of threw me off because they they did a little bit more than I would have expected them to do in a in an update before the next town hall update. Uh, I think we all were expecting that the world champion was going to get those five extra levels so that her regen time matched all the other champions or all the other heroes. So now all the heroes have the all the max level heroes have the same regeneration time. So that makes sense. Uh, I don't know that we're going to see any new hero levels until we get Town Hall 14, unless with those updates they, they scale back the regen time. We'll see. Um, but we do know that April, there is a scheduled update, so we'll, we'll wait to see what's going on with that. Um, so back to the whole thing about the the unbreakable achievement. Do I drop down and try to get that achievement now and farm that up? So that by let's say June, July time frame I can work my way back up into Legend League and be prepared in case there is a Town Hall fourteen update in that time frame. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, let me know what you think. If you see me in any Discord servers, let me know. Uh, should I drop and try to get that unbreakable achievement? Or should I just keep on pushing in Legend League? Right now would be a great time. It was the end of the season recently. Uh, it wouldn't be very difficult for me to drop out of Legend and then start that push for an unbreakable achievement. Well, now that it is towards the end of the season, um, we've got new stuff coming up, right? April. April's about to start, which means new season pass, and it means a new skin. Uh, I hope everybody, I'm sure everybody has already seen that the next new skin is going to be the Rogue Champion. Uh, that was kind of teased last month when the Rogue Kingskin was announced. There was a video um, that went along with that and some of the other things that were going on with Supercell at the time, Clash of Clans. Uh, that video started with a book on a table. That book said the Rogue King was the title of the book. Well, there was a second book sitting up on the corner of the table, kind of out of focus. It was only, it was only in frame for, for a couple seconds, but the title of that book was Rogue Champion. Uh, so they teased us with that, and sure enough that came to pass, so we're gonna have the Rogue Champion, and I, I gotta tell you, she's my favorite of the Rogue skins, the, the Rogue Archer Queen was, it was okay, I didn't hate it, um, I, mean, I think we all kinda laughed at the fact that this was the only Queen skin that didn't have any bolts in her quiver for her crossbow, um, the Rogue King, I mean, come on, man, he looked like Moe from the Three Stooges or something, I, I, I'm not a fan of the Rogue King. Um, you know what? They're doing it. Some people like it. Some people don't. If you don't like it and you don't want to spend a couple bucks on the season pass, fine. Uh, I don't. I don't think that the skins are the reason that you should get the pass. If you decide to buy the pass, do it for more than just the skin. the The pass, if you add it up, is actually worth more than the five dollars that they charge you. Um, I I saved all of. Uh, the rewards from the season pass one month uh, until the very end and then collected, well, I think I collected maybe three during the month, but I saved all of them to the end and then collected them all. And I got over 700 gems from the pass. Now, the pass is a $5, it costs $5, right? Um, $5 will get you 500 gems from the shop if you're one that likes to go buy gems. So, the 700 gems that I got from turning all of the rewards into gems was worth more than the $5 I spent. So, um, and I, I don't, you know, I don't buy all of them, but every once in a while will get one and it, it can be worth it. Especially if you're a guy that, uh, wants to gem those one gem donations to your, your clanmates. And I'm sure your clanmates appreciate that. Um, so we got that the new season coming up, got the new skin. And while we're thinking of that, I want everybody to go into your game Alright, open up Clash of Clans, Um, go down there to the bottom corner, you can hit that little gear icon, hit more settings, scroll to the bottom of that list, and you should see the creator code boost. Pick your favorite content creator and put their name in there before you buy that next gold pass. Um, It it costs you absolutely nothing in money, it costs you absolutely nothing in time other than a few seconds to enter the name in there, but it does help out those content creators. I know that Anybody who is really seriously playing Clash of Clans, if you are listening to a podcast about Clash of Clans, you have probably watched YouTube videos or watched Twitch streams or watched recaps or whatever from somebody who's giving some sort of advice, some sort of, uh, you know, helping you improve your attack strategy. Well, give back a little bit to them. Um, I know that we all can't afford to be... You know, to log into somebody's Patreon and give them a monthly donation. We can't all be the, you, the the Twitch subscribers and give these guys monthly donations. But if you are throwing a little bit of money into the in-game stuff, if you put their creator code in, it gives a tiny portion of whatever you spend back to that content creator. Uh, if you're like me, um, if you come and check out my base, you'll see that it says use code Klaus. And that's the code that I use. That's the code that most of my clan uses. At least I hope so. Uh... So if you if you like Klaus what he's doing use code Klaus. Uh if you are a fan of somebody else like say Judo Sloth. Big congrats to Judo Sloth by the way who just went over the 500,000 subscribers on YouTube milestone. Um doing great stuff for the community. Uh congratulations bro. Maybe this month to help celebrate that uh that milestone I'll uh I'll consider using code Judo instead of code Klaus. Maybe we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, pick somebody. If it's if it's Clash with Eric, um, use code Eric. If it's Echo, uh, you know, use code Echo. Whoever it is, just put somebody in there before you buy that new pass in a couple of days. Uh, they'll appreciate it, and uh, I will too. No, code Catfish doesn't do anything, so don't worry about using code Catfish. I'm not stumping for myself on here. I'm just trying to get you to help out the rest of the community. Now, what do we got coming up? We've talked about what happened last week, um, but what's coming up? We have Supercell CWL coming up. Uh, it's going to be starting in a couple days. We in Knights of Zion are already starting some of our prep work. Uh, what goes into your prep work for Supercell CWL? If you're in a, uh, probably like a, a crystal or lower tier clan, uh, you may not have a whole lot of prep work that's necessary other than trying to figure out if you're going to be able to do a, a 30 man or a 15 man war, um, which that can be daunting in and of itself. Cause if you're sitting right on the cusp and you've got 30 people in your clan and you, you pull the trigger and sign up for a 30 v 30 and then come to find out that you've got 10 people who are not going to be able to attack, uh, that, that really puts you in a hole, right? 10 people not attacking in the 30 v 30, that, that, that hurts. Um. And that is is how a lot of lower-level clans end up beating clans that that should be better than them um, because of inactivity. Uh, For instance, COTP plebs, Clash on the Potty plebs. Uh, Shout out to my dudes over there. Uh, They are crushing it more. I've been opted out um, for the last week because, like I said, spring break and all that. Um, We still have, I can't say perfect war record because we have not won every single war. But every war that we have not won has been because it was a perfect war draw. Uh, Three times we have had a tie and it's all been because both clans in the war got perfect. We three-starred everything, 100% destruction. Um, and, And that's cool, right? I mean, the very first war that we ever did was a tie. We did a... What did we, do? we did a 5v5 and we won we, we tied 15 to 15 um, so that, you know, that's the way we started out so in regular war we've not had any problems um, we've gotten some easy, not easy matchups, we've gotten some even matchups and uh, the, the clan has done well so shout outs to everybody in COTP plebs, keep up the good work and I hope we'll be able to continue this, well it doesn't count as a streak because we just recently had a a perfect war, I think it was 90v9 90 to 90? I have to go back and look at that. But uh, anyway, we don't have a huge war-win streak in-game because those ties don't count towards a war-win streak. But in CWL, we've done two CWLs so far in plebs, and we have won every war except one. Now, the first CWL we did, our highest uh, our highest base was Town Hall 7, uh, and there was only a couple Town Hall 7s. But we're getting matched up against clans that have 11s, 12s, and 13s. So if you look at it, you know, war weight-wise, those guys should have clobbered us. But there's there's no there's no war weight matchmaking in CWL. It's all about, you know, how you did in your previous CWL and, and where you're placed into a league. And these guys were so inactive that even clans with Town Hall 11, 12, and 13 going up against Town Hall 7 and below they had so few attackers going that we still ended up beating them there's no way we would have beat them in a regular war but our guys we we have figured out how our some of our town hall sevens are able to attack against town hall tens and get two stars uh i think we even had a town hall seven versus town hall was a 10 or 11 yes it was a rush to 10 or 11 but still uh we had a town hall seven triple one of these guys and that i mean come on We've, we've got some good folks over in COTP plebs. So if you uh, if you have a Town Hall 8 or below, uh, Town Hall 8 is our highest right now, um, look us up, COTP plebs, and we'll, we will only accept Town Hall 8 or below. We, we prefer you to have a, a newer account. We all made these accounts around the beginning of the year. Uh, but if you want a clan that's laid back and fun, but still somehow is winning every war that we're in, Come look us up and join us. We're, we're having a blast there. We've got people from the Clash on the Potty community. We've got people from the Clash Files community. Uh, we've got people from the Crystal to Join uh, podcast community. Um, Dynamite from Clashing On. Drake from Clash Files or Classroom. Sorry. Um, sorry, Drake. Let me get that out there. Good. Drake is the host of the Classroom podcast, uh, and he's in there with a couple accounts. Uh, Andromedus has his own podcast. Uh, and he's in there with us, so it's podcast community, pleb, noob clan, and we're, we're having a blast, so uh, look us up, come join us, uh, we're getting ready for our next round of CWL. On the other end of the spectrum, we've got Knights of Zion. Knights of Zion, like I said last week, we were in Champions 3, we got demoted back down to to Master 1 last month because One, we were missing several of our best attackers due to real life things that they had to take care of. And two, we had four attacks that were one star or zero stars. Uh, And if two of those four attacks had been two stars, we would still be in champs three. So like I said, that shows how important every single attack is, which is why we've instituted new rules, tightened down on the old rules that we had about making sure that we're posting plans in the Discord server before we make these attacks, getting some second opinions so that we don't go in and do something and potentially end up with a one-star when we could have had the three-star. So, what do we do to prep for CWL in Knights of Zion? That one's a little more tough. Uh, when you get up to uh, Master 1 or higher, you can only do 15v15. So if you've got 35 Town all 13s in your clan, or even 30, you, you now have to pick which 20 of those are you going to put on your roster. Uh, we have found that in a 15v15 war format uh, for SCCWL, we like to take 20 accounts that gives us five extras to rotate in and out because not everybody can be in every day. Uh, Our rule is also if you miss an attack or if you get a one-star attack, you get benched. Uh, And those don't happen often, but sometimes they do. So we like to take 20 people into the SCCWL um, so that we have enough to to rotate a couple folks in and out. Any more than that, and we end up getting people who don't get to attack much. We have folks that end up not being able to get their eight stars. And what I mean by eight stars is once you have eight stars in SCCWL, you will receive your full amount of uh, the the CWL medals from the clan. Uh, Any more stars than eight doesn't get you extra medals. So once you get eight, you you are maxed out unless you do well enough to earn the bonus medals from the leaders, Um, but the regular medals, once you have eight, you're capped out and you're maxed out for, for what you will get from just the regular clan medals. So we like to make sure that we only take enough people to where everybody can get their eight stars and get their max medals. And anybody else, if we can, we send to another clan. They're free to either, you know, join some of the other clan families that we, that we are, are in contact with, or we can send these Town Hall 13s down to Eden's Edge. Eden's Edge is in a a league where they can still do 30v30, so sending a couple Town Hall 13s um, doesn't hurt them. Um, We're not trying to push Eden's Edge any higher at this moment, Um, but maybe in the future we'll try to push it up a little bit higher. But we like to have that still in a place where they can do the 30v30 plan. um, Because we have Town Hall 11 and up there, and we we don't want... Town Hall 11's up in, like, Master 1 or Champs doesn't work. Town Hall 12's even up that high. Doesn't work. So our prep for KOZ has to do with uh, seeing who's going to be available and seeing how many people are going to be available for all all seven days and then trying to make a roster of the top 20 people that are going to stay in KOZ and then anybody else who wants to still do CWL can move over to Eden's Edge or one of the other clans that we're, we're friends with. How do we determine who's going to make that that 15-man or that 20-man roster? Uh, we keep track of every single CWL hit. I've got a, a spreadsheet that I that I've put together. It, it keeps track of how many hits you've made, any hits you've missed, what percentage you got on every single attack. It keeps track of net stars. Right? We talked about how I take the number of stars that you earned on attacking on offense. And I subtract the any stars that you lost by your base getting attacked on defense because defense is just as important. That helps us know who is one, who is actually getting better at attacking and two, who's paying attention to their defensive base and updating it uh, in such a way to make sure that you're not getting tripled all the time. And then I look at that roster for the previous couple of CWLs and take the top 15 or 20 guys from that. Then we also look at the wars, the regular wars for the last month. See who's made any improvements. We want to see who's been active in the clan, who's been doing a lot of friendly challenges. Because uh, we don't just want somebody, yeah, we want guys who can come in and triple every every hit. <clears throat> but we also want to reward the people who are trying and who are showing improvement. So we look over all this data um, and I know that there has got to be some better automated means to do it. But right now I seriously am using a spreadsheet to keep track of this there's some various bots and things that are out there that help but I just haven't found one that lets me sort it in the way that I want Um, so maybe as I get a little bit smarter in how I use um, the spreadsheets and whatnot I can I can maybe import some of the data that we have from the bots and help us do it a little bit smarter a little bit faster Um, and what I mean by the bots is we currently in, in Knights of Zion in our clan discord we have minion bot uh minion bot is a a bot that's available to be installed into a uh, discord server that you can connect it to your clan's in-game profile uh and it will it will pull data you have to have your your um your clan log set to public so that it can pull data from the game and keep track of war hits a lot of the 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 league level clans will use this to help keep track of things that they're doing and it presents data in a a good format um, within discord and i'm sure that you can export some of the stuff i have just not done enough of my homework to be able to see if i can export it to a, a spreadsheet that i like the look of to help us come up with the roster but those are the things we're working on like there's all these tools that there's a lot of people who have done a lot of good work for this game and we're trying to leverage that the best we can Uh, so minion bots one that we're using a little bit Um, another tool that gets used and I, i i talked about this right at the beginning so we'll get back to this but it's burnt base when we say that your base has been burnt it means that somebody attacked it they three started and they recorded that video and posted it somewhere typically youtube so if you hear anybody talking about, oh, that, that base is burnt, and I, I will say that a lot in Discord when somebody asks about how to hit a base, <clears throat> it means somewhere on YouTube there's a video of somebody attacking the exact same base. Because we know everybody's using internet bases now. You can go to, like, ClashChamps.com. Shout out to those guys. Good folks doing cool stuff. But that means people get lazy in, in with building bases, and they'll use those bases. They get tripled a lot, and there's all kinds of videos. BurntBase.bu-r-n-t-base.com. You can take a screenshot of a war base that you want to hit. It doesn't have to be a war base. It can be any base, but that's, you know, typically you're going to be able to get screenshots of war bases, not regular rating bases, right? You take a screenshot, upload it to the website, and it scans YouTube to see if there are any videos of that base getting attacked. And then it'll send you a link. It has to be... Um, you have to link it to your Discord account. But it'll it will send you a direct message with a link, with a timestamp of where to start the video that shows you exactly how to triple the base or how it has been tripled in the past. Uh, it is... It's really cool. Um, especially for watching on defense. Don't rely on it as much for attacking. Yes, you can use it as a template. But if anybody has adjusted traps or has a different CC configuration, it can throw off that, um, that army a lot. Uh, and you also have to pay attention because it doesn't, it, it doesn't differentiate between a single target Inferno and a multi-target Inferno. So say you take a screenshot of a base that has all multi-target Infernos and it shows you somebody who tripled it using witches, but the Infernos were all set to single target. And that's a completely different story. Um, it can also be installed as a Discord bot. Uh, and now getting back to my, my friends at the Top End Base Building, Top End Base Building has a subscription to it um, that lets you get free access to Burnt Base, um, instant access. Because if you just upload a picture to BurntBase.com, it'll, it'll send you the message and it'll tell you, yes, we found videos, but it won't let you actually click on the links for 12 hours. Um, and it's, they have done a lot of work. The guys that coded that have done a ton of work, and they deserve to be paid for their work. So they're trying to get folks to buy subscriptions to it, um, which is why they put that 12-hour window in there. I'm, I'm glad they even have any free option, right? They did a lot of work for it, and the fact that they're offering it up for free in any capacity is fantastic. But Top End Base Building has a, has a subscription to it in their Discord server, to where you can upload the picture of the base you want to attack into their discord server you type dot scan attach the the picture and if you have um if you have linked your burntbase.com account to your discord account it'll then immediately send you a uh a, an, a direct message with a link to all of the youtube videos it found i use that to scan my my bases that i'm putting up for defense and war to make sure they haven't been burnt, make sure that there's not a whole ton of YouTube videos out there um, about how to triple my base. Um, and yeah, you can use it when you're when you're planning an attack as kind of a template, but you have to be careful because if it's a spam army, the tiniest little bit of of movement in, in buildings can change that spam army's pathing in an instant. So use it as a template, but don't use it you know, word for word. Uh, Tile for tile, where you're going to drop every little troop, Um, but use it as a tool in your your belt to to help you get a little bit better in attacking. All right, folks. Well, that's going to be about it. Uh, We talked a little bit about what we are doing to prep for SECWL now, and some of the tools that we use to prep for that. Uh, Next week, there won't be an episode of Clashing in Traffic. Next week, I actually get to go. On a little bit of a vacation gonna take a trip my brother is retiring from the army after over 20 years of service as a a green beret out there fighting for our country doing great things doing some things that uh most people couldn't um so we're gonna go celebrate him and spend some time in a cabin up in the mountains and uh yeah so i won't be driving to or from work Won't be clashing in traffic. I'm probably going to buy myself a weak shield and just take a break. So, yeah, I'll miss most of uh, SECWL unfortunately. But I'll get back to it. Uh, So next week won't be an episode. Maybe a little short one here or there, but it won't be on the same day. But we'll let you know how KOZ did. Hopefully we'll make our way back up into Champion League. Hopefully you guys will get promoted. Hopefully everybody gets all their attacks in and does well. Uh, So, again, thank you for joining me on Clashing in Traffic. We'll see y'all again soon.